0: Ooh, don't keep saying that. Why? You keep saying that about yourself, and I'm telling you, you'll get stuck in that rut. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we explore what happens when you go low, life takes it to the floor. I'll see you on the flip. Hey, you. I got a question. When's the last time you uh, paid attention to or even took notice or tally of some of the stuff that rambles around in your mind? I mean, I'm talking about that stuff that is going when you're not paying attention. It's kind of like that little voice or even that little conversation that's going on. And no, I'm not talking about hearing voices, y'all. I am not cuckoo. But anyway, I'm talking about those wayward thoughts or even the thoughts that some kind of way slip out of your mouth when you're talking to someone. You know, the ones that, uh, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm sorry. And you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry all the time. Or uh, I knew better. You know, and and all of those little padding words and phrases that come out, or better yet, not better yet, worse yet, y'all, worse. The little stories that get told and replayed with a full-on dress rehearsal cast in our in the back of our minds when we have an event uh, to to attend, or we are have something that we know is coming up, and there's great. Anticipation, and when I say great, I'm not talking about good or bad, I'm just saying there's anticipation. You know, have you ever had it where you know you have to go somewhere, and maybe it involves uh travel, uh, and you're you find that when you are really honest with yourself, you have either dread or anxiety about what's going to happen at the airport, getting to the airport on time, getting up at a weird hour, uh, what all you have to pack, and all of that stuff around the event of of traveling. Now, I'm going to say that these narratives and stories and uh, thoughts don't necessarily have to be based on fantasy. They can be based on real, real previous experiences we've had, but yet and still, they get to ramble around and move about the cabin freely, causing havoc wherever they go. And so I wanted to ask you this, when you find that you've done, that these are, are roaming around, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> and the reason why I'm asking that is because some people are like I don't notice, I don't do anything, and then some people are like I try to stop it, but it's so hard. Okay, so y'all recently, and I'm gonna tell you where this this came from. So recently, I was having a conversation with uh, a younger family member that I just adore, and uh, they were talking, and they were you know saying oh my gosh, I try so hard not to get in that dark place. But yeah, it still is so hard to stop the thoughts. And, and it's so hard because a lot of times they happen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I was like, you keep on, keep on with that. And they were like, well, I can't stop. And uh, I'll, and, and just like that, wisdom came through. and We had a good laugh about it, but I was like, you keep on. And I'll tell you, when you go low, Life will send you through the flow, and and it was, it was like, ah, oh, okay. And so, of course, we talked about some ways to stop it, and this was one of them to start actually monitoring uh, what happens unchecked in our minds. Do you realize that we are so powerful as beings, as creative beings, that when we just the notion of us uh, observing something changes it, yeah that was one of the most powerful things that I uh, learned when I was uh, uh, receiving formal and going through formal um, education on this. And that was that uh, when you look at something, observe it, whether it be under a microscope or you become aware of it, that there's this weird power we have that once you notice it, it changes because you noticed it. And, thoughts, thinking, and uh, wayward, random narratives are the same way. That's another reason why a lot of times we're like, if you don't have the ability to uh, stop yourself from, um, destructive thinking that has become an ingrained habit, that what you can do instead is that you can start to journal it away or write it away. Oh, yes. Do you realize that um, by just taking note of being aware of when you call yourself stupid, or you say that was dumb, or you say, uh, I don't want this, or I, I, I can't do this. And you, and, and, you start, you know, may- maybe taking notes, ticking it off or whatever, that you actually start to change it. Yeah. And this is another thing. This is real powerful. So by journaling it down, and, um, and when I say journaling it down, like, you know, writing it down with uh, intention for you to examine it and for you to nullify it or decrease it, it, it starts to happen. Now, it's not going to happen because you because you did it just one time, but it does start to happen. Oh, yes, it does. And then another thing, um, this part was, I was like, what kind of wizardry is this? I took a continuing ed class one time about different uh, written uh, therapies. And we had a graphologist come in and uh, talk with us and show us some examples of things. And so she was, I mean, I was like, wow. And she had been able to do work uh, with a lot of governmental agencies, law enforcement and the like. And over that time, they had come up with this, uh, it wasn't where she was willing to say this. It was one hundred percent accurate, but they were able to come up with a schema that, depending on you sh- on how you shaped your letters in cursive writing, uh, that they were able to to tell, predict, or glean from your writing. Your pers- uh, per- personality traits, even health traits um, and those types of things, because she was saying, you know, that through the writing, it is, you know, one of those things that is uh, become so rote behavior that it becomes part of the involuntary central nervous system where you do not have to consciously think about it anymore. And thus, it is one of the fastest ways to connect directly to your subconscious. And that's why a lot of people report um, that when they write something out, they write a letter out to themselves or to someone who has wronged them or harmed them, they feel better. And it is because when they release and they, they stop trying to edit as they go and they just write it out, they change it because not only are they observing it, but they are tapping into um, the energy and uh, the power of frequency of what is has been locked inside on a deep level in the subconscious. And it's very powerful because I've been able to do it for myself and for clients that I work with. And I'm telling you, oh, my gosh, it is, like I said, powerful wisdom powerful wizardry you know so there's that so the other thing is is when i was talking to uh this family member i uh asked them i was like okay so is it just the stories the narratives and the wayward thinking that gets you and they were like no not necessarily they they uh, were actually talking about their position in their environment And their take on it. And I'm going to say this again. I've said it on other podcasts. And that is some people have are just naturally more on the um, the lower spectrum of energy. And thus, it takes a lot or it takes more. I'm not going to say a lot because that's that's not the case for many. But it takes more for them to be able to endure large crowds, for them to be able to match other people's in, um, energy. And I'm not talking uh, introvert versus extrovert right now. I'm talking about just our natural base point of how we are energetically, magnetically, electromagnetically, if you will. And so there are some people, and you can tell, oh, you can tell when you meet them, because they, you know, imagine, if you will, with me, you're at a gathering. It could be a party, it doesn't have to be just a gathering, you know, a social gathering, okay? And there is an established baseline where the average person in that room is on it. Everybody's milling around and they're okay. And all of this kind of stuff. And then you have a person that comes in, you know, they say, hi, you know, or they just say hi and everybody's like, hi. And they, you know, uh, try to, you know, include them in the group and the person you can immediately start feeling either their energy going down or or what is more true, the group's energy starts going down to the point where a lot of times either that person will leave or the group will start to migrate away because there is no entrainment, there is no mirroring, and thus there is no synchronicity between that person and the group to the point where either they find people of their similar energy level or they find a corner and they sit it down. Okay, so there's that. And this is not to slam anyone. Uh, And if you're saying, oh my God, that's me. How do I help myself? By some of the stuff that we're talking about right now, and that is by taking the proactive approach to uh, look at if there are culprits Uh, working against you unawares, the wayward thoughts, the attitudes that have been forged through a succession of bad experiences, defense mechanisms left unchecked that have now become rogue, as well as uh, the desire to always be safe and never take chances and risk. So those are some of the things that you can look at to see if you're uh, contributing to this lower energy level. All right. And so, with that, this is the part I want to get to. And that is a lot of people right now, and I don't really like saying something so general, but that's the only thing that I'm prepared to say here without good statistics. I'm just going to say, observe, and by observation and by some statistics that I've seen that I have not been able to uh, cross reference. They are saying, "Look at me trying to shirk responsibility for this statement." Okay, I'm just gonna say it. A lot of people are believing that they have panic, anxiety, and in some cases, uh, depression when they don't. They actually, and I've said this, I have said this in other uh, podcasts that are there. Are a lot of people mistaking boredom for anxiety and Rogue, lazy thinking for anxiety, panic, and um lower forms of depression. Uh, yeah, and it can happen because when you don't know any better, you don't know what to look for. It's kind of like that inspector who comes to uh, um a new restaurant and gives them a low grade and they do more time they're teaching them than they do inspecting because people just don't know and they tell them look I'll come back I'll give you a few weeks to get it together and then I'll come back you know they show them some leniency and that's what happens to us in many different areas we do have to include, just like we take a, a physical bath and even an emotional bath, we have to th- take a thought and logic bath and clean out a lot of the muck and a lot of the abandoned uh, thoughts that get pushed to the back and get to play and become wild children that spring up and grow because we are not uh, grow the wrong way because we are not pruning our minds and keeping our minds sharp. Uh every thought you have should not be allowed to roam freely. There are a lot of times that it's response our responsibility to clean up, straighten up, self correct ourselves so that we can maintain and grow and have proper mental grooming. And thus when these thoughts, these these be um attitudes, these energies uh, become too much to handle, they start to affect our energy level. And part of this vast thing that we look at as anxiety, panic, and depression, and I'm not saying they're equal, I'm just putting them all in a grouping for the sake of our time today. A lot of this is in, if it's not clinical, you know, if it's not clinical, a lot of it is due to uh, impacted, constipated emotions and thoughts that need to be cleaned and cleared out. And some of the biggest ones, now are y'all ready for this? Some of the biggest ones are unchecked anger, rage, frustration, and fear. And so those things it takes a lot of energy to keep them suppressed, to ignore them, to deny them, to keep keep moving past them. And uh, people don't realize that when you have a trigger or um, uh, anger, frustration, those types of things, and it goes unchecked, or better yet, you've been trained by you know your social manners to be the bigger person by ignoring your feelings. Not dealing with it, just put it to the side. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because if you continue to be put in the position where you constantly get triggered and you keep putting it to the side, it's just like trying to take a uh, beach volleyball and sit on top of it in a pool to submerge it under the water. Eventually it's going to break free and it's gonna pop out and it's gonna pop out and it you don't know how it's going, what direction it's gonna go, what force it's going to go, and it's gonna be bad because it's uncontrollable. And so there are a lot of times people don't realize that when you go low, meaning that you leave these thoughts unchecked or you ignore certain aspects of yourself, life will take it to the floor, meaning that you will have uh, expressions of depression and anxiety and panic and severe cases of dread. Okay. So now let me talk on the other side of this, uh, as well about, uh, you know, when you go low, cause I know you thought I was going to talk about when you talk about folks and stuff, that's for another day right now. I'm, I'm wanting, I'm wanting to deal with the stuff that you do to yourself. And this other side, it still came from part of the conversation I had with this younger, uh, family member, which was very enlightening for, for me. Um, they, you know, as well, I hope for them. But one of the things that, came out was that at certain stages of interaction with people, uh, sometimes we find that we never uh, want to have someone else uh, see our bad sides and because of that, we we change from who we are uh, to someone we couldn't recognize, meaning that that persona and that mass that's made for the public, it smothers us and it causes us to do stuff that we're not even aware that we're doing. And so one of the things that is just really uh, sad and tragic is that we are not able or willing to at sometimes because we've got all this stuff going on in our head. We're not able to do a critical assessment on our own shortcomings and wrongdoings and mishaps. Have you ever had it where now I saw I saw this recently in in public, and this wasn't a young person. Uh, this was a person, in, you know, in 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 um the prime of life. And they didn't realize they had to have a tough public medicine, but they didn't realize that the reason why they were ostracized and scorned and uh, put out of a very public and social event and no one came to their rescue was that they were a freaking emotional terrorist and that they had been causing havoc and running amok And the outcry for when they made a big deal about um, not being invited to the event, and then when they showed up at the event, not being able to get inside, and then being upset because all my friends were in there and not one of them came to my rescue was because of this part. And that is when you don't know yourself better than strangers do, you're unable to do a critical assessment of your own shortcomings. Mishaps and wrongdoing. And when confronted with this stuff, this person was like, no, I didn't do that. Or better yet, I didn't mean that. And I will say this, not just for this person, but for a lot of us, that we tend to uh, stick with our intentions, but crucify others for their actions. And that was a case of what was going on here. And it's not good because people are, are uh, persnickety and prickly <laughs> and you run up on the wrong one and they will use it against you. And so the last thing you want to do is to... Go low, meaning that you, you're you vindictive, you're you're uh, snide, you have these snipish behaviors or even a tank personality where you are just explosively abrasive to people and you're a bad actor. But yet and still, you're the victim, you're the angel, you don't know why everybody is doing that. And it is because life on this account, life is giving you what you have put out. You went low, and so life took it to the flow. <laughs> you know? and so i'm and i'm I'm not laughing at the person's um mishap because it seems like this was a long time coming that they had uh, been able to get away with their bad, unchecked behavior because they are very talented. Oh, yes, they are very talented. And sometimes your talent, especially when you get a chance to express it, will excuse a lot of bad behavior that should have been taken care of years ago in your formative stages. And so not being aware of your own behaviors is another way that you go low. You actually have a low frequency. And when we talk about frequency, we talk about uh, the expression of your actions. And so people don't realize that we really are big old balls of energy in this form and fashion of expression. And even Nikolai Tesla said, if you would any, understand anything about the universe, that it comes down to this, that the universe is energy, frequency, and vibration. And when we are talking about, you know that that frequency, what is um, that uh, energy? Uh, that we're putting out, the vibrational level, low vibrations, uh, closer to the ground. And when we talk about life taking it to the flow, we're talking about uh, life keep, not keeping you, but allowing you to stay in your closest nature to your beast nature that uncontrollable desirous nature that reptilian brain that is uh feast or famine that is uh fight or flight uh that is desires wanton very sensual and that keeps us uh outside of the realm of the higher vibrations of of clarity, wisdom, logic, knowing, and, and um, those types of things uh, where there is lower self-control. And so when we look at going low, don't do it often. And I know that's sounds so simple, but sometimes things have to be that simple. So let me let me go back over what we've talked about so far and in talking about when you go low, life takes it to the flow, meaning that if you don't watch yourself, the narratives, stories, and the wayward thoughts that you let go unchecked will lower you uh, in your ability to, to vibrate uh, on a, uh, a healthy level. And you may experience uh, more propensities for dread, panic, anxiety, and even depression because you're living in this world where you're continuing to dread your future. You're not paying attention to the awareness of the time that you're in. You are uh, allowing your system, your your mental thought system to always be reinforced with this faulty processing and faulty thinking and not doing your cleanup. And it's not an indictment. It's just a wake-up call that wisdom is saying, you know what, you can take advantage of this and you can take advantage of it by simply starting to be aware. Take uh, awareness of those thoughts, and if you want to really take it to another level, start journaling. Oh, I didn't say this about the graphologists that uh, we we uh, trained with, but they said that they have been able to do some very powerful things with people by just having them work on power letters. Uh, and you've probably heard about some of it, but like for instance, when you look at how a person writes uh, their T. Or their I. This is in English, you guys, uh, using the English language. But the T or the I, how you cross it, where you cross it, uh, the orientation of the cross to the high stem, how high the stem is on the T, and then for the I, uh, do where do you place the dot? Is the dot just a dot, or is it a heart? Uh, is there a loop in the stem of the I? And then they go on with the capital D, the lowercase h, how far does the loop uh, touch the base of the stem when you come back up to make it. There are just so many things that they have learned over the years that when you correct that in the writing by consciously paying attention to it, the corresponding behaviors in the life of the person change. And I didn't believe it at first, but it works. And I have been able to work with a lot of people on that over the years, blessed to be able to have done that. And it's very powerful. And so that lets you know, that we can stop going low all the time, you know? Okay, so then on the other side that we, we just talked about, uh, not being aware of how to critically assess your own actions, your own um, things that you do to others and how they see you. And that's sad because you could possibly be the monster in the dark, or you could be the dreaded person that people like, oh, here he comes, here she comes, and not be aware of it. And you might be the one that's bringing everybody down because of your bad behaviors um, and the your actions that you're so primally you. Uh, there is no self control because you are always so low that your your base nature is very beastly. And I'm I'm talking about the unchecked, uncontrolled. Do you have a hair hair trick? Uh, hair trigger um, anger. Do you have a mouth on you that? you let it fly. And when you let it fly, you destroy. Do you uh, quickly change, moody, and people don't know what they're dealing with when they interact with you, not from day to day, but even from hour to hour? Are you prickly and take everything the wrong way? Are you too tense, uptight, where you cannot even discern what is a joke and what is and what is a serious statement these are some things that indicate that you might have been taking it to, going too low too often and now life is taking you to the flow whether life is allowing you to get into the realms of uh, mental anguish uh, depression panic anxiety and 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 the others of that ilk or whether life is allowing you to be a bestial person that no one of um, higher vibrational energy of higher ability to have self-control, self-reliance, self-identity are willing to be around. So I these things because sometimes we have to be aware of what types of maintenance and upkeep we need to do on ourselves. You know, it's sad when we take care of our cars better or our appliances even better than we take care of our our bodies and our health. And um just and I'm not trying to laugh about this, but just like they are starting to be able to put titles on different variations of sexual expression, they are still allowing us to explore and look at gradients and degrees and variations of uh, our health expression. And so it would behoove all of us to set up a maintenance list on things that we need to do, Do it, doing check-ins on our emotional, our mental, logical primal health, uh, as well as the traditional ones that we look at and not just try to put everything under the happy banner. Okay. And so I just want to let you know that if you have been feeling low and life has been keeping you on the flow, you can change journal, check out, uh, Google writing and uh, graphology to see uh, some of the therapies that are out there. And then if you're that person who is not, has not been critically assessing your own actions, do so immediately, get help and even be willing to ask your friends and family for feedback on how you can change. So guess what? Yep. My time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast from Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes and use our Amazon link. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping,